Doc Rivers continues to time and time again not get it when it comes to getting... Oh! Let him play! You bet one one bone to win 19. I'm just, where, what site do you use where you can actually bet one buck? <laughs> they let you do 50 cent bets. Oh my goodness, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally like he dropped Superman down like the drain comes out. Like, God damn it, Superman. <laughs> I don't know, honey. I don't know where he got that from. From Los Angeles, this is Dave in the City. Part of the Dit Cow Sports Network. Now, here's Dave Medina. Good evening, sports fans, and a pleasure to have you here for the big basketball show. The short basketball show tonight, though, because we are on a tight schedule, and we also had technical issues to compound the situation um, so we're going to do our best we can to make the most of our limited amount of time here on the program and get you a little mini NBA playoff mini preview. I'm really happy to have our friend Chris and Georgia on the program with us to do so. Uh, but I do apologize. He cannot hear me very well at all. I think my audio device has ha- is just not living up to the 21st century right now. So I'm going to have to get a new one probably this weekend. I, I don't think I can hang around and wait on this anymore. Um, so we'll do our best. We'll do our best in the meanwhile. Uh, but we're ready to get going. Wait, someone hears reverb? Andy hears reverb. What would the reverb be about? Let me see. Or maybe you're talking, they're talking about that, that buzzing noise or something. Um, okay. Hold on one second. I'll try one more thing, and then we're going to get going. So uh, stand by, everybody. We'll be right back. Hi, welcome back, everybody. Now, I, I grant you this is probably going to sound terrible, but at least maybe Chris and I can hear each other. So let's go ahead and start our NBA report and get into the scenarios of the playoffs in about the half an hour we have to do this. Um, and uh, in playoff, act, playoff action is already underway. What seemed like a blowout game after two other blowout play-in games has turned out to be quite an interesting one between the Spurs and the Grizzlies. The Lakers are playing the, the Warriors tonight, and that sets up the first round. Uh, depending on who wins all against all, among all these teams. NBA playoff time. Let's jump it. The NBA report for May the 19th. It is playoff time and extensive playoffs this year as we have a number of extra teams involved in the in the play-in round. And so that's what that's how it looks like. If you're watching this this feed on YouTube tonight, you can see that the the Eastern the Eastern Conference has been has been played to a degree. Um, this this map here is not up to date. You'll notice that the Celtics won their game, so they're already in at the as a seventh seed uh, for the East. Uh, the rest of it, you have Indiana beating Charlotte by a whole lot, so they will play the winner of the. They'll play the loser of the of the other game, which is the who are the Washington Wizards, and we'll take it from there. The in the West, we talked about Memphis and San Antonio. That game's in progress. Lakers and Golden State tonight. Loser of the Lakers Warriors game will play the loser. I'm sorry, the winner of the Memphis San Antonio game. So that game is pretty close. So we're gonna keep an eye on that one as we get to go through the program tonight. So we'll keep we'll leave this slide up on the on the YouTube stream because this is gonna be the meat of our program tonight. Uh, and we say hello to Chris in Georgia, as long as you can hear me. Chris, how's it going tonight? Pretty good, Dave. Pretty good. Yeah, it's the sound is. Uh, I can hear you better now. Oh, you so, can hear me better. Well, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That is so funny. Okay, so 
I don't know if the chat actually did hear reverb or if that was just them just making be <laughs> if they were just making it like doing that mic thing where it's like I hear reverb, Sal, Sal, Sal. <laughs> we are in New York, Sal, Sal, la, 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 la. Sal. <laughs> well, uh, good memories, good memories. You, you can't imitate greatness like that. Right? <laughs> you, no, you can't. You can't. So. So this is, <laughs> I mean, and, I mean, it's so great that people will pay nine ninety nine a month for you to do the same thing that you do on the radio. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, so the scenario with the railroad. Yeah, the scenario with the railroad. Faux show. You know, actually, you're sounding pretty good, as it turns out. I don't hear as much of that buzzing noise. Do you okay, hear? Okay, good. Okay. And I'm coming yeah. in louder for you? It's much louder. Yeah, really? I actually had to turn the volume down. Oh, so these yeah. ground loop isolators are useless. So this is what I've been using. Let me just zoom in on this on the YouTube feed. I was trying to get this to reduce the hum that was coming in on the uh, on the whatever it is the um, the USB sound card I'm using to to take in call take in phone calls and and Zoom and Discord whatever else. So I had the harebrained idea that if I just did two of them, one on each side, it would uh, it would it would really minimize the problem. But instead, it seems to have put you in a position where you couldn't hear me at all, and and instead, and then I was just getting all this buzzing noise on my side. So it was this is just a hot mess. So like I said to you off air, I am getting another sound card. That that this is enough. I've had enough of this. Enough of this garbage. I need a sound card that works and doesn't. Ha doesn't take in every freaking electromagnetic noise like a magnet. Um, but with that said, NBA playoff time. How? Well, are you excited for these years for this year's playoffs? You know what? I am. I, I'm very excited. Um, I feel like there we're at a point where there's there's no real dominant team like in my mind. And I mean, you know, there there are good teams. There are certainly good teams, and you know, but there are. So many teams that would not surprise me if they won it. You know, in the East, you got Brooklyn, you got Philly. They both look pretty solid. And they have question marks, too. And there, there are things that could go very wrong on, on both ends there. Um, and similarly in the West, I mean, you got, like, really good teams at the top. You got Utah. You got Phoenix. And then you got, like, the Lakers, defending champs in sort of an underdog position starting tonight you know the playoff game yep and uh so it could go a lot of different ways so in my mind it's very exciting it, it should be a lot of fun um and you got some fresh faces in there i was just gonna say that yes yes absolutely that uh, four five seed in the east that four five matchup is really interesting to me i i've just for one thing i haven't seen the hawks play a lot and then the Knicks are, are back in the mix and, you know, in the top four seed in, in the East. So it's there's a lot to be excited about here, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I think that Knicks-Hawks series could be a very interesting one. I, I don't even know who to favor in that series. That looks like a good matchup. I, I think it'll be very interesting. You know, a good defensive team versus a good offensive team. And you've yeah. got Trey, who can score like 50 points. Um, and then you've got Julius Randle on the other side who has had a, not a lot of big games this year. It's quite interesting. Yeah. And Trey gave up 50 points in the RM2. So <laughs> 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 which is which is kind of way I, I'm, I think he's like the whole key to the, the series in the sense that how do they play him on, on 
what do, what do the Knicks do on defense to get Trey in unfavorable matchups? Because that's that's what I think is uh, on Tibbs' mind, and I think that's what's going to happen. Is he's going to actually do a lot of switches and get his guards in play and and and, uh, and, and look for easy shots against uh, against. What is one of the worst defensive players in basketball, if not the worst? Well, you got Luca in there too. Like if you didn't leave, so I, mean, <laughs> I know, but Trey's on another level. Oh yeah, he yeah, knows. no, I, I agree, I agree, I agree. I got news for you, Chris. We have a lot of we have a lot of input from our chat tonight on YouTube, and, and I'm very very blessed because man, they just toughed out a lot of shitty technical issues to get to, to get to this program, and I want to thank you guys for doing so. So here are some questions for you to start us off. And this is great because I think it sets us up really well. Um, from Matt Q, he asks, who are you rooting for most other than, uh-oh, uh-oh, what? Did I lose something? No, I just wasn't prepared for questions, but go ahead. Who oh. are you rooting for most? <laughs> Sorry. I thought you had a technical issue. Okay. No, no, um, no. No, these are, these are, very, very, these are very straightforward questions. So the qu- first right. is, who are you rooting for most other than your own team? Who am I rooting for most? That's a really good question. Um, can I pick one from the East, one from the West? Yeah, if you like, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, East, I don't know why. I've kind of latched on to Milwaukee. Okay. And it's it's weird because uh, it's it's quite a different team from, you know, from what we've seen in the playoffs the last few years. And they've been very good this year. They've been really, really good, in fact, and yet – Somehow they they're kind of flying under the radar in that three seed. Um, so and and then I, I also like the whole Giannis thing where he could have opted out and become a free agent and decide to stay in Milwaukee. So there's that whole storyline there that kind of resonates with me. Uh, in the West, who do I like? I, I, Dave, you're not going to believe this. I want to see the Lakers. Wow! Yeah. Oh, look at this. Because I, you know, and then we had a conversation about this the other day, and you know, it's like, I don't know, I get nostalgic about some of these players and like seeing LeBron rolling around holding his ankle, and I, I want to see another LeBron run. I really do. I, 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 I want to see him make another push for another ring. So, um, yeah, those are my two teams. That, I I just I don't think I'd ever thought I'd see the day where you'd be a Lakers fan. That <laughs> unbelievable. I'm not a fan. I, I just want a good storyline. Lakers are always <laughs> good. LeBron's always a good storyline, you know. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I'm, I am a LeBron fan. I do like LeBron. So. Yeah, LeBron's an easy. And LeBron's the kind. Of, a lot of people are can root for LeBron. He's he's fun to watch. So, um, my answer. Ah, interesting. You know, I mean, I. I think I mean I like the Utah Jazz, but I just don't think the potential is there because it relies on two volume shooter. Well, I mean Donovan Mitchell, I don't know if he's completely a volume shooter, but Clarkson absolutely is. And I feel like that can be stopped in the playoffs. And Gobert's offensive skills set is good, but I don't think you can he has that takeover a game type ability the way that Embiid does. Certainly he can do it, but it just doesn't have the he doesn't have that kind of ability to rise in the same level. That Giannis would, for example, and Jokic for 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 instance, because Jokic's passing ability is just fantastic. So, you know, it's not the Clippers. Let's put that out of the way. It's not Memphis or San Antonio. I don't care. Um, 
Golden State is very interesting to me. I do. I I'm not saying I'm rooting for them, but I am very interested to see what would happen if they made it to the playoffs alongside the Lakers, because that'd be really interesting. But my answer is none of those teams. It's my answer is Denver, and it's just too bad that. Jamal Murray got hurt because I really thought this team would have been very, very tough for teams to beat. They've got good length, and their defense has been getting better. I think when when Aaron Gordon got was traded to the team, I think that improved their defense. Um, are they a perfect defensive team? No, but it's a very interesting team. The only th- issue is I just see once in a while they just really lay an egg. You're just hoping that that doesn't happen to them too many times in the playoffs. And I'm curious as to how they're going to build, bridge the gap without Jamal Murray there. I mean, Murray is a very inefficient player. You've told me that. But uh, I am rooting for Denver. I think Denver would be a very interesting out for a lot of teams. I don't think it's going to be quite that easy as you might, just because Jamal Murray's out. Let's see. That's a good answer. I like that. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I, I know Mike Malone is a good coach. That, that's that's the, big, the other half of it. Like, he's a good coach. I mean, yeah. he's the kind of coach that can get a team back from down 3-1 against the Clippers last year, as he did. Um, he can battle through injuries and keep a team competitive, other than like on Sundays, as we talked about before. Like, it just I don't I don't know where that comes from. Maybe they're just tired. But if they if they don't do if they don't just completely lay an egg, I really think that's a tough team to beat. So. Uh, let's see. One more from Andy. Oh, Andy. Andy in Seattle. Okay, so he says, this is for you, Sports Pope. This year's Celtics team equals a turd occasionally sprayed with Lysol. So the West juice is greater <laughs> than the East juice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can hear him saying that. Yeah. That, that sounds like Andy. <laughs> but you haven't been too different in your opinion of the team. Like, it doesn't seem like you were that big on them all year. It, it's been a tough year. Um, just the way, the way it started, just, you know, we had that condensed off season, Gordon Hayward at the last minute decides he wants to go to Charlotte. Um, the Celtics were kind of left flat footed. Uh, they did get that trade exemption, which was huge, but, uh, but you know, it was, it was, it's been a rough year. I mean, a lot of injuries, COVID hit this team hard. For some reason, I have no idea. It, it, it was kind of a snake bitten year. I mean, Kemba out beginning of the season, then Tatum gets COVID, Marcus Smart gets hurt. I mean, there was there was a, I mean, you, you forget. I mean, there was a there was a whole stretch where like Smart was out, Kemba was out. They were playing Peyton Pritchard and, and Jeff Teague, who you may remember was on this team until uh, the trade deadline, and then. Uh, and then, you know, it's, every time you think like things are going to come together, Robert Williams like starts to play well and then he's hurt again. And, and um, they get Evan Fournier and he hit like six three pointers in his debut for the Celtics. And then he gets COVID. It's just, you know, it's never ending. And, and like the game last night, which was exciting because uh, it was, you know, it was a play in game. And Tatum scored 50. Even then, you had. You know, Williams going out with the turf toe and Marcus Smart fell and he had to leave the game for a little bit. And it was just kind of a microcosm of the season, to be honest. I mean, falling behind. And so I would agree with Andy. It was it was a difficult season. Um, I have my theories about that, but uh, but I totally agree with what he what he uh, what he said. I, I couldn't put it quite as eloquently as he did. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't have the words to uh, string together like that, but I think he's right. 
It, it's, yeah, I, I, I can't... It really doesn't seem like the Celtics have that kind of mojo. Like, you can see there have been a lot of reports about how they're having issues inside the locker room. People have been hurt. And they just... They, can't, they seem to always have, like, every other game, they just seem to be just having a difficult time. And so I find that your observations are fairly accurate. It just is so interesting that you you live and die by this team most of the time. But this year has just been different and I could feel that. Like you in your responses like, ah, I don't even care. I hope they can I hope they get like I think you said one time like you were hoping they get a good position in the lottery. So yeah. I'm like yeah. I, I was hoping they get they would lose last night and then, you know, lose again and they get into the lottery. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I yeah, it, it, it more dying than living with this team this year. Yeah. That's what, but I've watched them a lot. But just falling behind every game, you look up in the first quarter, they're down 15 points every single night. Yeah. It's just, it was so frustrating. And the defense, I mean, the things they did well in the last few years under Stevens, they did poorly. The defense was horrible. Like, you know, in the – Defensive rating in the teens to twenties. Um, their their just their ball movement was just abysmal. It was really hard to watch. Just bad basketball. A lot of ISO play. Uh, just settle for an early three pointer early in the shot clock. Just horrible, horrible, horrible basketball. So let's let's not even talk about this anymore. Let's no no no, no. I, we won't dwell on that. I mean they they yeah. their their work is done. They've already advanced to the Brooklyn round. I, I too would be very surprised if they beat the Nets. Now, as far as teams that are interesting to me, and so interesting and then rooting for them are different things. So I'm incredibly interested in the Warriors, but I'm not going to be that happy if they make the finals because that's me. What? After winning like all those games and championships, and now we're going to have them back? Like, however, I will say, and this is cliche, but it is an easier team to root for with Katie not on the team because it's not that easy so to speak for them so it is a more of a challenging year for the for these guys and i think that steph has raised the raised i mean he's he's risen to the challenge and draymond too if you if you you know if you were healthier at least he's okay i guess but um the key to all this season of course is andrew wiggins's play he has played really well and i think he's a great fit for the system so do you think that he'll be as much of a catalyst for a goal? Oh man, I'm, I'm, I, this is hitting too. I'm just flying close to the sun because they're playing my team tonight. But <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I mean, yeah, that's the question. But I mean, Golden State, you got to tip your hat to them. I mean, yeah, they're not, they, they're without uh, KD. They're also without Clay and yep. Wiseman got hurt about yep. two months ago. Uh, and somehow they find these players like Jordan Poole's like really come on last, you know, like month or so. And then, uh, and also, uh, Toscano Anderson. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you about him. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love watching these guys, man. And I'm like, how does they <laughs> always find these players? They always like manage to find young guys who can contribute and they put them in the right role. Curse is a great coach. He's just yeah. a phenomenal coach. And, um, so yeah, I, I, did you say that that's your team that you're you're kind of interested no, in? No, I, I said I'm interested in them. I'm not rooting yeah. for them. My yeah. rooting team is Denver, like okay. other than the Lakers. Okay, but I am very interested to see where Golden State can go with this kind yeah. of team. And well, I'm I'm interested to see what what happens next year when Clay is back. You know, yeah. it's like 
that's gonna be that's that should be fun, you know. Yeah, definitely. I I think it's been it's just very interesting to see this matchup because the reason it's like the literally the reason why they're even playing each other is because of the injuries. Like if AD and LeBron were healthy the entire season, they would be like a two or three right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because I still think I still think Utah was so was so hot they probably would have hung on to one. But I don't know, Lakers might have been one. I... Yeah, I certainly have entertained that idea. I mean, think they were really really good, and when people started getting hurt, like when the LeBron injury happened, they were right there. Yeah, and then they tanked, and it just goes to show you how brutal their bench was. But as the one of the many Laker fans have told me, including my buddy Jacob, which who I'm going to be seeing tonight after this program, I'm actually going to go over. And uh, catch up with him a little bit, but um, but anyway, he was saying that this is a great opportunity for the Laker bench to really get to know themselves. Well, I don't think they really showed me very much during that time, but it is nice to see the AD and LeBron are back, and they do make these guys better. So I think that's cool that they're back. So we'll see. But if they were healthy, I think the Lakers are there. I think the Warriors are there too. I think they're probably going to be like four or five territory, the Warriors. So. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so I don't. We have other questions, or you want to? I think that was it for questions. Kind of okay, cool. Yeah. So we've got, we're down in like fifteen minutes. So let me see what we can talk about in fifteen minutes. Uh, okay. So if you talk about the top seeds, mm. so Phoenix, Utah, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn. I think the team that has the best chance to win a championship out of those four is the Nets. This is not even a question I'm just throwing it at you, but but then the reason is because I think when you talk about closers, you're not gonna get better closers than on the Brooklyn Nets. And assuming that the defense is good enough, I realize that's gonna be a problem for them. But I do think it'll get them through the first two rounds. Because look, if you look at the way that this this bracket is, and you can see it on the screen, everybody, if you're watching on YouTube. Their first game, their first series is going to be against Boston, which is whatever it is. Uh, we've already established that there's probably not going to be much of a series. That, that's a sweep. <laughs> you can mark that down. <laughs> probably. I have to say, I think that's going to be right. Um, so then they'll go to the next round. They'll play the winner of Milwaukee, Miami. Number one, I think Miami could beat Milwaukee because they kind of did have a tough. They gave them a tough time. I think they beat them actually, didn't they? They beat them last year. Yeah, yeah. that's that's right. Yeah. So they beat them. And um, I, I would not rule that out either, although Miami is not as good. Like, their record is just not as good. I, I think they were a bubble team more than anything, so I probably won't expect that. But I really do think that Brooklyn can beat Milwaukee. They've played them tough. Like, I know that the game they played in January, that was a, that was a great game. And, and then they've just con- they've gone from there. But I trust I, – it's, it's odd to say that because – you would think that Milwaukee's better because their defense is better, which is not even that true. I don't even think their defense is that good. Like I haven't checked the I haven't checked the net rating, but it is they didn't look good to me, like when I watched them. So um yeah, yeah. their defensive rating isn't as good as they've been in years past, where they were elite. I mean they were one or two, I think, every year for mm-hmm. the last couple of years under uh under coach bud but um but i think they're still very good I, i'll have to check it I, I, off the top of my head i don't know it but um yeah but they're still very good yeah 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 i i think that's i think that's fair like i i don't think they're brutal i think the kings the sacramento kings are brutal i think the washington mm-hmm. wizards are brutal and interestingly enough i've learned this 
I hadn't watched the Pacers in a very long time. And so when the Lakers went out to play them a week ago, we were informed that their defense is absolutely abysmal. And it was. It was terrible. They're just giving them every basket in the paint. Their paint, the, the points in the paint were ridiculous for the Lakers. So um, that's a horrible defensive team. So it's not like they'd be a threat either. So Milwaukee's certainly better than all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're ninth in defensive rating. So mm-hmm. a little dip, but still, you know, respectable. Yeah. So I realized that the Wizards are still alive because I was like, ah, oh, that was a fun like one game playoff. I just I just realized that they still get to play. They have to play the winner. This would be Charlotte, and I mean, sorry, this would be Indiana. Indiana in this case, so they still got to play Indiana before they, before we determine if their season is over. In this game between the Pacers and the Wizards, who both have horrible defenses. Is Sabonis still going to be out? Do you think he'll be healthy enough to play that game? Like, what he's been battling injuries. What do you think? Yeah, I would look out for him and also Beal. Beal looked yeah. like he probably came back too soon. I mean, every every opportunity they showed him stretching his hamstring, he just didn't seem right. I mean, he had a decent game, but he, he just – that wasn't Bradley Beal who would normally torch the Celtics – um, yeah, that spot, and uh, so those are the two things I'd watch. It's funny though, you mentioned bad defenses in the Pacers. Um, what 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 is Charlotte's defense? They gave up 140. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, I know you're right, and and I've 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 caught that all year. They're they're they don't do they give no effort inside the paint, zero effort in defending the paint at all. That's a great wow. point. Yeah, their defense is really bad. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. But I guess. What that, do you think about this new playoff format, Dave? I, I'm just uh, curious, like the play in, like the, all the lead up, because I have my own opinion. So I'm curious. I'll tell you what. Through. I did think that going in, this was going to be really overrated. And I'll yeah. tell you what else. I think after yesterday, I'm very much cemented in that opinion. I, this is <laughs> completely useless. Like, did you really need to see the Wizards get pounded around like that? And the same for the for Charlotte. Like, there was no reason for these teams to be in here. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So maybe these two Western games will 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 make things better. Will will endorse. Will 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 add to the argument of having it. But I just feel like we're gonna have more of last night than tonight in terms of how these games go. So it's just more money for the NBA. I, I don't. I don't really think it's that. It's that great. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I. And and there was so much hype. Not even just the playing game itself, but the lead up to that, where it's like, well, all these teams are, you know, they're fighting to get in. I'm like, are they really? (laughs) I thought the same. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm rude for my team to get in the lottery. You know, like they couldn't lose enough for me. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to ever see this again, (laughs) to be honest. But yeah, I, I have a feeling we will. No, I think it's here to stay. Unfortunately, they thought it was great last year, but with a full season, I just think it's completely unnecessary. I just think, why? I mean, do we really care who gets the eight seed? Like, what? How many times does the eight seed beat the one seed anyway? Like, maybe once a decade. Once a decade. Yeah, yes. so it's like we really need an entire tournament to decide who's gonna be the who's gonna be the meat for this. <laughs> giant beast that's going to eat him like i don't i mean no like i i 
the Lakers are an interesting exception because they had gone so so sour for a while. But I think they're fine now. I I don't think we need a whole tournament to prove this. And if they win their game by 30 points, then that just makes this all even more useless. It's like then we, did we really need to play a whole game to figure that out? Like I I think that remember the last time the Lakers played Golden State? I don't think this was the last time, but this is the last time they played in Staples Center, I believe. Well, there was one game they played where they just kicked their butt. Like, they were up by like almost 50 points at one point. They were just, yeah. they were killing them. And it just doesn't seem like the matchups are suddenly going to change in only like a month and a half, such that the Lakers would suddenly be on the brink. But again, this is where, that's why they play the games. So I, I'm not exact. I know being confident about the game might be a mistake for me. But but certainly, I think the Lakers are in a good spot. And that's as far as I'll go. I don't, I'm not going to guarantee they're going to win because Steph is Steph, and we know how, how great he can be. That is an interesting query. I don't know if he was playing that game, so I should probably throw that out. I don't remember if he was playing. Yeah, I look at the Lakers almost in the same way as I look at the Nets yeah. in that injuries play as big a factor. I mean – for those two teams than any other team, in yeah. my opinion, because you've already had their main guys miss a lot of games. I mean, Harden missed a whole bunch of games. Mm-hmm. AD, uh, KD's been kind of up and down. I mean, um, but he's missed a ton of games. Um, same with Kyrie. And then on the Lakers side, your big two guys have missed, you know, uh, like a two month chunk of the season. Yeah. So. You know, I, I kind of put, I kind of lump them together, and from that standpoint, and that they, if they're healthy, it wouldn't shock me if we have Lakers Nets, you know. But, uh, but anything short of that, I mean, it, it could go, you know, into a tailspin pretty quick. Yeah, I agree, and 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 it just goes back to who are the who are the biggest who are the best players on these respective teams, and you're talking about top th- top five guys on both of these clubs, like. With Brooklyn, you're looking at KD, and I guess you can. It, it would either be Harden or it would be Irving. I'm not sure you can make that call. Like, but the point is, these guys are big time players, and they're big time players in big time games too. Harden isn't, but the other two are. And with the Lakers, you have two of them. You have AD, who had a you know he had a game winner in the playoffs last year, and then you have LeBron, who's done it time and time again, risen risen to the occasion, carried a team on his back to the finals over and over and over and over and over, and it happened again last year. So. Honestly, I think because Lakers, the Lakers now have that ability to drive the paint in 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 not only LeBron but also uh, Dennis Schroeder, who was out for a lot of that time too. And when yeah. he was out, they had no threat, so they would go like five minutes without scoring a field goal, you know, four minutes, three minutes without scoring a field goal. The moment you get all three of those guys back, that all went away. They went back to being a consistent offense again, and yeah. I think. I, I think that is what I'm looking at. I'm not looking at the record. I'm not looking at who they're playing. I'm just looking at how good are they? Are they healthy? And I think they're going to have a shot. Yeah, I, I agree. And one of the one of the silver linings, I mean, one thing is I look at defensive rating. Lakers, in spite of all that missed time between their top two players who were both first-team All-NBA last year, they were top in defensive rating for this season, which is pretty remarkable when you think about it and when you think about the injuries. Um, but I, I think the silver lining is that you get playing time for some of your younger guys, right? Like a yeah. tail and horn Tucker and, you know, like, like those guys who really wouldn't get a chance to, 
to, you know, kind of develop their skills. And, you know, we've had really limited practice this year. So a lot of it, the growth is going to happen on the court this year. So, uh, so that's the silver lining in my opinion. And I, I, and I, I say that as a Celtics fan who, uh, you know, I got to see, you know, some of the young guys perform pretty well. Neesmith really came on at the end. Um, so, I mean, in some ways, that's like the real joy of basketball is just seeing player development and seeing how they how they mature and, and kind of shape up their careers. Pretty cool. And, and in, in essence, uh, I think I think it'll be a lot of drama in terms of how far the Lakers go. If the Lakers get if the Lakers lose and get eliminated early, that's going to be a big story. If they make the funnels, that's going to be a big story. So I just feel like there's it's a win win for the NBA. They're going to have a lot of juice. That's why I picked them, Dave. That, yeah. that was my whole point. And like I said, how many how many more times are we able to see LeBron do this? You know, he's getting up there. So, yeah. so you know, enjoy it while you can because things change quickly, you know. And, yeah, very much so. Very much so. so. I love those points. Um, if you talk about the rest of the West, who would be the biggest threat to them? Beside, yeah, yeah who would be the biggest threat to make the – NBA Finals. Uh, I probably, I mean, it's, you got to pick Utah. I mean, just their shooting, excellent defense. I mean, but they're they're, uh, you know, they're head and shoulders above everyone three point shooting. Like, yes, they yes. just have like so many guys who can just drain that I, big shot. I just hope that they carries over, and I think that's why I have been less trustworthy because I do not sense. I do not have a feel for that because Mitchell's had some rough playoff games, I think. And I am very interested to see if he can, if he can turn it on there too. Um, you know, I, that's where it's going to come down to. Can they continue that hot three point shooting in a playoff scenario where teams play tougher defense every single game? I don't know. I mean, I think they will. I think they'll be good. I am very interested to see if they can continue that momentum. Yeah, because yeah, on paper they look fantastic. Like, I, I agree, everything that they every they literally do everything well. They pass well. Their three point shooting is so good. Like it's one of the probably, I would argue maybe it's one of the best ever in their entire franchise history. They really were really they really were good yeah. from three. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. yeah. So that's that's why I'm just very interested to see. I I'm not confident enough to actually pick it. So. I think I just go with more experienced teams. Like Denver has had more playoff experience. They've gone deeper into the playoffs than Utah in the last five years. So I would probably side with them. I think Quinn Sider's a good coach, though. So I, I don't think that so much is going to be a factor. Um, if you're looking at the screen... See, that's a good answer, honestly. That like If you had to pick one, I think that's a good pick. Because, A, they got the home court advantage, which I think is significant. Especially now, they got the fans are back. So I think yeah. that'll... Right, home court's going to matter this year. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a big factor. So, yeah, I think it's a good pick. Um, I don't know if I still pick Denver because, again, I think that not having your point guard is going to be hard when you're in a playoff scenario. So I am probably going to say, for the West, I'm probably going to say Utah. But that's kind of like, I'm going to say it, but I don't believe it. I'm going to need to see them win a couple of rounds before I have a real feel for that. Um, you, you're not a big Facundo Campazzo fan? What? Uh, uh, <laughs> Nuggets point guard. Oh, my God. Is that the guy? 
Yes. I've been out the loop. That is yeah. funny. Oh yeah, goodness. Nice. I think that's a Kevin O that's a Kevin O candidate right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a guy that he probably would be just he'd be telling us about. Yeah, um, no, that's that's uh, he's he's the starting PG on that team, so love it. Do you think Ken Birch would have been a game changer for one of these teams if they could acquire Ken Birch? Ken Birch. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Where's Ken Birch? He's on Orlando, right? I, I thought he was with magic. Toronto, but maybe they traded him. Yeah, maybe they traded him. I I, I I lost track. But but he was in Orlando and I thought they traded him to Toronto. Oh he is on Toronto. Yeah. Right. So I think that's where he is right now. So um so in the east, I'm gonna skip over the Clippers and Dallas. I'm not you really nah, just no. I just Clippers and Dallas? You're not into that? I'm into the series, but I just don't think that either team's gonna be in the finals. But Yeah. I think you've got I don't necessarily fault anybody specifically, but I do think that Lou's a pretty rough coach. It doesn't seem like he's he's got weird lineups and things. I'm not well, and, and we've also talked about just the, how they went in the tank the last week of the season. Yes. It's just a bad uh, look. Apparently to avoid the Lakers, which yeah, you just hate to see that. I, I don't know. I mean, I almost feel like it, it sends the wrong message. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing if you're resting players, and that I can kind of understand. Sure. But, but yeah, it just it looked really strange. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it really... I, I, and it, this is exciting too because it's a rematch of of the first round last year and that, that exciting series from last year where the Clippers will prevail in six games, but uh, we had that. Thrilling finish. I think it was in game three. Double with, overtime, with, right? Yeah. 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 With, where, uh, yeah, Luca hit that huge three pointer. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. Like, I think that's an interesting matchup. Both four fives are good. So, but, um, but I don't know. I, I, I think I like the Mavs in that one myself. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Again, it comes down to game changers. I'm not de- I'm not buying into playoff P, and and sadly I, I have to say the same about Kawhi. I just think that Luca is going to be a bigger ga- bigger deal or have a bigger say in this. So, yeah. uh, Denver Portland. We, do you want to say anything about that series? We we're down to like five minutes, so I just want to see. Um, no, why don't, why don't you take it? I, I, that, that, that's another interesting matchup. That, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could be really fun because Portland's super dangerous and yeah. they're much different team than was, what were they? The eight seed last year, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's a much uh, more balanced team in my opinion. And Melo's having a nice year too. So th- there's definitely another threat this year. So I, I think that's, it's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. I think the size is going to be their issue, but just because Jokic is such a just a, such a giant and he's yeah. so good at passing, like I just think that's going to be an interesting series. Jokic, Jokic, right? I mean, the the, yeah. the old teammates. I think yeah. were they drafted in back to back years? I think with with Denver. I don't think it was the same year, but it was right around the same time they were they were drafted. Interesting. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I I probably would take your word for it on that one, but that should be an interesting series, I think. So yeah, I, I'm with that. Uh, Phoenix versus whoever I think it's Phoenix versus the Lake. Well, whoever comes out of the game tonight, let's be don't don't I'm speaking too soon. Don't put the card at the horse. So whoever it is, I think they're gonna give Phoenix quite a tough battle, 
And honestly, I wouldn't even say that they win. I, I, I've been telling you, I don't even know if I told you in text or what, but I think I, I think it did. I'm not really that big on Phoenix. I don't honestly think they're that great. And why? I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I just feel like they're good. They've had a great year. They've played, you know, what they've done. I think they got kicked their coverage. I feel like this is more like a five seed and they're in a two. They're in a two. Obviously a great defensive team, but they have to legitimately slow down the pace a lot to control the game. And I just don't think that the Lakers are going to let them do that because the length is just going to be too much. And the Warriors are just going to be too fast for them. So I, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I just think the matchup could be real dangerous, particularly. I, I expect the Lakers to win tonight. So mm-hmm. I, that's that could be a real rough series in the first round. I And I, I that's exactly why I didn't pick them when you asked, um, you know, who I expect to uh, be the biggest challenge to Los Angeles in the West. Yep. It's just because I, it just – you meet them up in the first round and you know, it could be all over. I, 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 um, yeah. And, and I, 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 I feel like, I feel like there is a little bit of that. Like they kind of took everyone by surprise and Chris Paul was a really nice addition and the pieces kind of clicked, but yeah, it could, it could be, uh, I mean, playoff basketball is just different. You know, you, you face a team five times or seven times in a series. And I, I just feel like, uh, you know that you don't you don't surprise teams as much. So I, I I totally agree with that there. Yeah, I and I I just feel like even if it was Golden State that played them, they are gonna give them a tough time because they have just a number of very very good shooters, and I just think they're gonna have a difficult time with whoever comes out of that matchup. So let's go to the East. We didn't talk about Philadelphia. I didn't like them. Um, it's just interesting because. There are clear flaws with the team. Their best player is Embiid, in my opinion. Although, Simmons is, like, right there. He's really good. and But they 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 don't... But the thing is, like, you can kind of contain them in a way because Embiid shoots the three, but not at a great level. And Simmons doesn't shoot the three at all. So it's like, well, then what's your threat going to be from the three-point line? Um, and then you got, like, Harris and so on, but... What? Why does? How would you read this team? Because it's like I, I think they're good, and your guy Doc Rivers is coaching them, which could be good, but sometimes it's not in the playoff scenario. But uh, it's such, I don't know what to think of them because I think that Embiid, if he's healthy, is going to be really tough to beat. Same for Simmons, but they definitely are. There definitely are flaws with them. So I honestly don't know what to think of them. What do you think? Yeah, I. I like them a lot. Um, in some ways, I think they're the most complete team in the East, just because they have they can kind of pound you down low. They do have like good shooters now, though. They have, you know, they have Danny Green. They have Tobias Harris had a good year from the outside. Yep. Seth yeah, I mentioned Harris. Yep. Yep. Seth Curry. So um, they do have that, and then, you know, they. Uh, we did. We mentioned Simmons, who's like one of the best defensive players in the league. And um, and the uh, second year guy, which he's Tybal from University of Washington, um, who you know they can give uh, backwards fits. So I, I I think they're they're a really compelling team. And if if it does come down to one versus two in the in the uh, conference finals, that could mean you know the difference in that. Um, 
Brooklyn might have to face like a, a really difficult backcourt matchup with Tybal and and uh, and Simmons, and really not have an answer for the big guy down low. I mean, yeah, it's just that's fair. It, it could be a really rough matchup for the Nets. So um, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of hyped about them uh, too. And yeah. I, I I'm just hoping that they get they pull they get to to the conference final. I just don't want another Doc Rivers moment. I'm tired of them <laughs> blowing three ones to stupid teams. Time and time again, right? I mean... <laughs> time and time again, absolutely. But I mean, the path looks great. Like they play a team that we talked about. Um, it looks like I'm just double checking this. Yeah, so they're going to be playing either Washington or Indiana. We know this already because that's going to be the matchup for the second end of the of the playing round. Yeah. So they better win that series. Like this is better be an easy series because these, either of those two teams play no defense. They should have a very quick series. If it is not. Both, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Definitely. No, I was just going to say, plus like Washington or Indiana's also played two playing games prior to this. You've had, you basically had like, you know, four or five days off from right. the end of the season too. Right. So they, they they're going to be a little, you know, they're going to be a little out of it. And yeah. both those teams are banged up. I mean, Washington, yeah, I mentioned Bradley Beal is not 100%. Yep. And Indiana's missing Karis LeBert. I mean, it's just, it's so, you know, both those those teams are not, you know, at full strength either. So yeah. uh, that should be cakewalk. I mean, I, I expect in the East, the top two seeds are going to sweep. I, I, I really do. I, I think that's, those are going to be, uh, those can be easy um, series to pick. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, really, to me, it amounts to that middle to the middle. So the now um, they don't reseed in the NBA playoffs. I believe that's still the case. And my question is, do you think that's do you like that, or should they be like the other sports and reseed after every round? You know, I I think I'm okay with it. I mean, hockey does it the other way, right? Hockey. Yeah, does they, re- the they every round they they reseed. Yeah. I don't know why. Why do they not do that? I guess it's I just because they. I just I don't honestly think there's a good reason for it. Because I'm like, if you're the one seed, you should have that advantage every single round. So I think yeah. that's unfair, actually. So I think they should do it. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't feel strongly about it. I mean, it wouldn't mm-hmm. bother me if they went back. They never did that though. They always They've never did. Done it. They always played it like a straight bracket where they. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's a purely tournament format. But I think they should do that, to be honest with you. I think – I feel like you've played all season to get this one seed. Why can't you get that advantage every round? It's because what happens if, like, for example, um, let's say, like, Miami beat Milwaukee in the second round and then, say, whoever won the 4-5 won the 4-5 and then uh, Brooklyn won their game. Like, why can't they – why can't Philadelphia play Miami in that scenario? Why? Like, they should be allowed to do that. Like I think that that should be that should be the the privilege of winning the one seed is that you you get to play the least you know the worst record remaining. So all right, one one to discuss. Uh, I do think that the Sixers will have some tough matchups after that. I think the Knicks or maybe not the Hawks so much, but the Knicks, assuming they get through, will be an interesting out. And then of course we talked about Brooklyn. So. Um, just to close it up, I mean, what are your thoughts as far as your projections for the playoffs? You already mentioned who you have coming out of either conference. Um, what are your thoughts as we enter the first round uh, following these playing games? 
Yeah, no, I, I like I said, I'm I'm pretty juiced about it just because there's so many unknowns. We don't have a gold state this year, in my opinion. I mean, some people will point to the Nets, but I, like I said, they they have they have their weaknesses. Um, and the, like you know, the Lakers way they're positioned, it's you know they, they've got they've got their work cut out for them. Yep. But uh, in terms of just the first round, yeah, I mean, like a lot of interesting matches. Most of them out west. I mean, like look, assuming the Lakers win, Lakers Phoenix should be interesting. Uh, you know, the, we talked about. Portland and and uh, and Denver, that'll be a fun one, and and also the four or five, the Clippers, Mavs, and that rematch, that should be fun as well. So I mean, like a lot of juice in the West, the East, not as much. I don't think those, you know, I don't, I don't see Boston posing any challenge to uh, the Nets unless the big three all go down, you know, somehow. Uh, but you know, I just I just don't think there's as much juice in the first round. I'm not saying later on. I think later on it can be really interesting. But early on, first round, it, the the action's in the West, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's in the West in this playing round, too. I can see that Memphis has a five-point lead with under 40 seconds left. Uh, it's been pretty nip and tuck throughout, throughout this game. I haven't seen a lot of it because I was you know, doing the podcast. But uh, it does appear that Memphis, barring a miracle, will advance to the winner to play the winner of tonight of this following game, which you guys are about to see if you're watching on YouTube. You can you'll ha- you can go to your ESPN, uh, go to ESPN and check out the Lakers against the Warriors, and they will play the winner of this. They'll play Memphis probably, as we can as we finish this out. So, uh, yeah, a lot of action. Chris, this has been fun. Thank you so much for doing this with me tonight. And uh, yeah, sorry it's been so long. We should uh, we should check back in soon and uh, catch up. But you know maybe first round or early second or whatever, however we want to do it. But uh, but yeah, it has been fun. Cool, man. It's, it's totally a deal. We'll, we'll be in touch, yeah? Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the games. That should be a lot of fun, yeah? Same, yeah. Same to you. Thanks so much for having me. You got it. All right, that's Chris in, that's Chris in Georgia. Thank you very much for coming on with me, Chris. That was really cool. I did miss doing talking NBA. I was really jumped. I was really juiced for this tonight, so I'm glad that worked. Uh, once we got through all the tech stuff, I thought that worked out. Uh, so I'll have some work to do myself. I got to work on the on how to get this audio situation resolved. It is fixable. It's just going to take some it's going to take some time. But we're glad you enjoyed the program. So, have a wonderful rest of your week everybody. We hope you we hope you could enjoy the the entire first round of the playoffs. Um this should be a really fun time in sports. And and the Santa Cup playoffs are going too. So, a lot to talk about in sports in the next few weeks. I am Dave Medina. You can catch us on Twitter at @didcow on the web at didcow.com. And on Apple Podcasts, look for Dave in the City Out West. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed this program. Thanks for your support. We'll see you next time.